Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, and welcome to a brand new week of the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Tom Joustra, and I am your host for the week. And uh, my guest all week long is Laurie DeVisser. So welcome, Laurie. Thank you. And thank you so much for saying yes a couple weeks ago when I asked, would you be willing to be my guest this week? I'm seriously regretting it now. Oh, no. But I'm just teasing. Oh, no, on. this is good. I've done it come a couple on. of times, so this is fun. It's different with the recording materials here. I know. Isn't this kind of cool? It feels very professional. With the microphones and the, the acoustic padding on the walls exactly. here. Exactly. This is quite the... It's quite the facility here. Yeah, it's the big leagues now. Yes, right. <laughs> so, Lori, in case people don't know who you are, can you tell us just, first of all, a little bit about your family? Sure. Um, my husband's name is Scott, and we have been a part of Victory Point for probably about 15 years. We have two boys. Our oldest boy, Isaac, is 12, soon to be 13, and Levi is 9, and we live south of Zealand in a little community called Ben Time. So it's a bit of a hike for us when we come to church, but um, yeah, definitely worth it. And I teach in Zealand. I teach second grade and my husband also works in Zealand and the boys go to Zealand schools. Nice. Yeah. Now, so if the divisors had to go out for and do something for fun, like what do you guys love to do? Uh, we kind of like to do a lot of things. We spend a lot of time with friends and with family. Both of us have all of our families in the area. So a lot of cousins, aunts and uncles. We love to go swimming. We We'll go for walks. We love to play card games. We watch movies. I mean, yeah. just a lot of things. Yeah, cool. And I like, I mean, you, you said outside stuff, mm-hmm. right? Going on hikes. That's great. Yeah, there's some woods not too far from our house that we'll hike through or nice. just go for walks. Or Do you blaze your own trail or are there paths already there? There are paths already there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Good. good. Well, anyway, thanks again for being willing to be yeah. my guest this week. Now, before we dive into today's scripture, which is uh, from Luke chapter 2, um, now I know, like you said, you're a second grade teacher. Yes. Right? And so you're kind of an expert on second grade munchkins. We'd right? like to think that. Right? Yes. And I'm a fourth grade teacher, um, and so you would think I would be an expert on fourth grade munchkins. Mm-hmm. But this being the week of Christmas, and of course, listeners, I mean, Lori and I, we, we, we totally know what the true meaning of Christmas is. But just for these first little minutes of each podcast this week, we're going to find out how much Lori knows about Santa's munchkins. Oh, dear. The elves. Oh, the elves. Yeah. So, I have, so I have some elf, elf questions for you. I have two per day. Okay. okay. And I'm not expecting you to know these, but you might be able to figure them out. Okay. Okay. So, Lori, elf question number one. What is an elf's favorite type of cookie? Hmm. I would guess a sugar cookie. Well, it's it's shortbread. Uh, <laughs> Emphasis on the word short. Okay. Oh, that's witty. Okay, isn't it witty? Uh, wait till you hear this one. Yeah, this one you might be able to catch okay. because of what this past answer was. What do you call an elf who's great in the kitchen? Um, Elf who's great in the kitchen. Uh, and maybe not. Shall I just give it to you? Sure. <laughs> a short order cook. 
that's pretty bad. <laughs> Well, just wait, okay? This is only Monday, okay? And there are eight more to go. So anyway. Oh, I'm so eager. If any of you listeners just need some silly little riddles for your supper table tonight, here you go. You know, I might be able to share these with my second graders. This is second grade appropriate. These are definitely second grade level Second grade appropriate, yes. All right. So anyway, thank you for bearing with me, Lori. Thank you for bearing with me, listeners, on this last week of um, the podcast before Christmas. Yeah. And so we're going to, yeah, we're going to dive into Luke chapter two. And uh, this is actually when Jesus um, isn't like right when he was born. Mm -hmm. This is like um, just a few days later um, when Mary and Joseph bring him to the temple. They present Jesus at the temple. And so I'm going to read from Luke 2 verses 22 through 40. And then Lori and I will just have a, a short discussion here about what these verses tell us about God or what these verses tell us about people and maybe some application for us and for you guys as listeners. So here we go, Luke 2, starting with 22. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying these words, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared, or which you have prepared in the sight of all the nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. And then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the rising and falling of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. And there was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying, and coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. And when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. So, Laurie, when you kind of like read through this in preparation for today, um, Anything that jumped out to you about our God or anything that jumped out to you about people? I think the thing that kind of hit me the most with that was the two secondary characters of Simeon and Anna. And I think just the length of time that they had been waiting. And I know we talk about the silent years between the Old Testament and the New Testament, but these were individuals that have a name and that had spent their whole life waiting. You know, Simeon, it said he had been waiting essentially his whole, his whole life. And, you know, so not sure exactly what that translates to as far as number of years, but a long time. And just because the Holy Spirit had told him he would see this child, he would see the Messiah. Um, 
And I just thought that was just kind of showed, I think, the length and the depth or the breadth of God's plan for us. Mm. Like this wasn't just a quick decision on his part. Pieces had been put into place years, decades ahead of time. Right. And these were just two examples, um, like just two people, two of the people who had the stories. You know, Anna, um, you know, it said that she had lived with her husband for seven years and then she had been waiting ever since then. And she was now, what did they say, 80, 84 years 84, old? Yes. 84, years old. And so I was looking up, like, what was the average age that women were married right. in biblical times? And they said 12 to 15. Wow. So you think about that. So she was maybe 15 even when she got married. Right. 22, she was widowed. And then yep. she waited from age 22 to 84, like over six decades. Wow. That's just a long time. It's her whole life. Right. Waiting. Waiting. So I think that's what struck me was just the bigness of God's plan. Right. Yeah. I mean, Simeon, I mean, we don't know when God promised him this, right? right? Somewhere in Simeon's life, right? The Lord had promised him that he was going to see Mm -hmm. his salvation eventually. And um, I I circled in verse 25 that uh, it said he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And I'm like, what in the world is the consolation of Israel? And I thought of like, well, a consolation prize, you know, like if, if you're not the winner, you get a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that's what this is. Right. 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 And so I'm thinking, okay, the word consolation probably comes from the word console, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of means to comfort. And um, I think, yeah, I think Simeon had been promised. Why not think? I know he had been promised that he would not die until he saw that comfort, capital C, that would be coming um, mm-hmm. to kind of rescue the people of Israel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the Jews back then thought it was going to be like a political rescue. Right, right. right? But I think Simeon knew it was going to be – it wasn't that, right? It was right. like it was like spiritual mm-hmm. rescue. But you wonder too, when I read this at first, I was like, did he ever doubt? Like did he ever think to himself, well, maybe I didn't hear that right. Maybe right, I here really – here I am. It doesn't say how old he is, but right. yeah, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Lord told me. But do you ever doubt yourself then? Oh, of course. Right. Of course. So – Anyway, yeah, that's that's cool. These mm-hmm. here, these two older people have been have been just waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. And what was it that sparked them to know? Oh, here's here's the, here's right. the one, this little baby in Mary or Joseph's arms. This is the one. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, something else I put down here that I noticed about our God, um, specifically the Holy Spirit. Um, it said that the Holy Spirit was on Simeon. So I'm like, oh, I guess the Holy Spirit can be on people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something else I noticed here, it said it had been revealed to him. So, okay, so obviously our Holy Spirit can reveal things right. to his people. And then also in verse 27, it said moved by the Spirit. Um, the Simeon was moved by the Spirit right that right. day. So he went into the temple courts. I don't think he was normally there like Anna was. Mm-hmm. But that just made me think of, and now I'm just kind of transitioning into like people here. But I think, I mean, I think the Holy Spirit does the same thing today. Right. Right. He's on people, or I think we often say he's in mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. He reveals stuff to his people today. Correct. In 2022. He still does that. He moves people. And so, yeah, that just kind of stuck out to me. That Holy Spirit part of the Trinity can be on or in people. Um, our Holy Spirit can reveal stuff to us, and the Holy Spirit can definitely move us. So that was mm-hmm. something I just happened to notice about about our God uh, when I read through this. But like you said, it kind of translates to the people part of it, too. Right. Because the people have to act on it. Right. 
you know, they have to have the open hearts and be willing to act on that as well. Right, exactly. Any more that you had down here for for Luke chapter 2? You know, I kind of just put down something about the faithfulness of these two characters, too. Just, you know, because of their faithfulness, they got the rewards that they were seeking. And they weren't earthly rewards in the sense of treasures or wealth or anything like that. But they really, like, you can imagine that night when they went to bed, it was like... Hey, it yes. happened. It really happened. Right. You know, like we really saw what we were supposed to see. Right. And yeah, I think it struck me a little bit to Anna's words as she was speaking those words. I imagined myself being Joseph and Mary and hearing those words about this beautiful little baby we just had. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, huh, those aren't maybe most encouraging words. Right. You know, like your heart will be pierced. And yeah, like, yeah, a sword will pierce your own soul too, yes. Mary. And you just kind of think, oh, well, I mean, their words are true. And with retrospect, we have the ability to see that and see right. what they meant. But at the time, especially brand new parents, like those probably aren't the words that you're seeking to hear about this child. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Any child. <laughs> yeah, you wonder if Mary knew. Like, did she? I, I don't think she knew. Did she? Like 33 years later, what was going to happen to her son? I, yeah. I don't think she knew all the details. No. I, think she I mean, there's the song that talks about Mary, did you know? <laughs> that's right. But I don't think she did at that point. And I think in a way that's probably God's protection over her too, yes. over all of us. Because I think if any of us knew in the end what it would have cost or what it would have felt, mm-hmm. I don't know if you would have gotten a yes at the beginning. Right. And True. That, and that's maybe even like a lesson we can take away from it too, yeah. is like, I think there's a purpose or a reason that God doesn't always show us the big picture right. that he knows is right. because in our own mortal, <laughs> right. you know, minds and bodies, we just maybe can't handle it all. Right. And what I'm taking with that, because that's what you took, kind of took away from it. Mm-hmm. What I'm kind of taking away from it is this whole idea of of the Holy Spirit, right? How, how he can move inside of us. And just this is just a little story from last week. Um, I, was, I was at home um, on Saturday and just this random person's name popped into my mind, mm-hmm. okay? And um, I, I've been learning lately how to, like, if that happens, I'm like, maybe the Lord wants me to, like, like pray for that person. Yeah. So I took a few moments and prayed for that person. Um, and then I let her dad actually know that, that I had prayed for her. Um, but, but what I'm taking away with, just, just like um, Simeon here was moved by the Spirit I, I want to be somebody who is is more moved by the spirit and take those little nudges, like when he puts a thought into my head or when he puts an idea into my brain, to go for it, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's that's kind of what I'm taking away from from this passage today. Good. So, so listeners, as you go into your Monday, um, just know whatever circumstances you're going through, um, your your Lord is is there, right? Uh, Jesus is there with you. The Holy Spirit is there with you. Um, if he does put ideas into your head, if he does give you nudges, you know, obey because he does move inside of you, right? He does uh, reveal things to you. And so, so, so pay attention mm-hmm. to those things. So anyway, thanks Lori for, yeah. for, for today's talk. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with you folks to look at another passage from um, the New Testament. I think it's Luke chapter five. So, yes, it is. all right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. 
We would love to hear from you. 